Bobby Bones post show pre show. The truth is, I don't have a whole lot of voice left because of allergies, so we're not going to do a big post show. But I will do this here. Uh, this is Amy and I before the show. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, enjoy today's show. Thank you guys. <laughs> Very short one. I got to protect my voice, though. Here you go. So here's a clip of Amy not being able to read a liner before the show started. We, have, we, we get a whole pack of liners. I'm losing my voice a little bit. So I said, Amy, read this. And this is for our Portland station. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to be here what we go through. Here. Okay. To be fair, yep. W's are hard for me sometimes. W's and R's. I have like a speech thing. It's a thing. What was the guy's name you were trying to say? Dreyer. Danny Dwyer. Dreyer. <laughs> I just did it. I can do it, do it. And it's Dreyer. It's not. You're not even saying it right. Okay. <laughs> here is the clip <laughs> from, from before we started the show. Uh. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dreyer. Dwyer? How do we say his name? Dwyer? Mm-hmm. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dreyer. Dwyer. Dwyer. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dreyer. Dwyer. I don't know. Dwyer. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dreyer. Dwyer. I don't know. Dwyer. Dwyer. Danny Dwyer. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dwyer. Mm-hmm. Dwyer? Dwyer. Dwyer. Mm. Horns up, Bull Nation. Mm. Nation. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dwyer. On on 98.7 The Bull, number one for new country. You gotta do it again. No way! You have to make it sound like a real sentence. Uh, Like you were doing it in sections. Dwyer. I was. I have to pause. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dwyer, on 98.7. Dwyer. 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 That's what I'm saying. Dwyer. Dwyer. Horns up, Bull Nation. It's Amy from the Bobby Bone Show. Thanks for riding home with our buddy, Danny Dwyer. 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 That's what I said. It is not what you said. Dwyer. Horns up, Bull Nation. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with our buddy, Danny Dwyer, right here on 98.7 The Bull. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning studio. Morning. morning. I had to do the allergy count this morning and check. I'm just, I'm hurting where I can feel my voice starting to go a little bit, which stinks because then it's gone for a few days. So I'm just fighting it right now. I would be convinced I had Corona. If it wasn't, I, I nice. took a test yesterday and got the results this morning too. So, negative. Ooh. Good. Eddie was over at the house last night, so thought I might have gotten to there too. Like what? <laughs> oh. I worry a little bit that if any of you guys get sick from here on out, yeah. it's you. I, oh, I'm fingers sure. are going to be pointing my way. I've already thought of that. What did y'all do? <laughs> did you get close to him? Did yeah, he lick- we just, yeah, hit some golf balls. What did we do? Oh, okay. Lick each other? No. Yeah. Lick anything. Oh, I mean. I don't know. I just picture you being there. Did y'all share clubs? No. No. No, I'm left handed. It's a curse. It's a blessing and a curse. Mostly a curse. Uh, so I'm here. It's the allergy thing going. I tell you, last night I also did an interview with Tracy Lawrence, which is going to be on my, my music podcast on Friday. It's called The Bobby Cast. 
Best Tracy Lawrence song ever. Because he has so many great ones. Lunchbox. Oh, Time Marches On. Time Marches On. Eddie. Texas Tornado. Oh. Ooh. Come on. It's a tornado. Oh. oh. Amy? Paint me a Birmingham. Yeah, that's the one. We talk about this. Wasn't a number one. It was like biggest song of his career. It was only a number four. Yeah. But I started talking with them, and you can subscribe to the Bobby cast and hear it when it comes out Friday. But I started talking with them, and we started going through songs. But like... We were talking about Alibis, his second single. Oh, that's a good one. And I was like, I forgot how good this song was. Alibis and lionize yeah. and all the bad. Oh, man, y'all. I just got transported. I know, that's what I told him about that song, too. Yeah. I said the same thing. Uh, find Out Who Your Friends Are. Yeah. Was a jam. One of his later hits, yep. but still. Find out who your friends are. Somebody's gonna drop Oh, how about If the Good Die Young? Oh, or come the- on. Well, if the good die young. Uh. Come on, yeah, dude. Oh. Mm-hmm. So many, and I'm lucky enough to know Tracy a little bit now from we're doing the Grand Ole Opry together and just seeing him around town, but just playing like can't break it to my I just can't break it to my heart. I've got Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just can't break it to my heart. Like, wow. I, I'm going to go home now and make a playlist. And play, because I, I guess what inspired me, I was listening to Pay Me a Birmingham. Because I have a playlist that's mostly 90s and early 2000s country. Some late 80s, 90s, early 2000s. And Pay Me a Birmingham comes on. And in this, the chorus, there's a double chorus. So if... <laughs> It goes, pain me, Birmingham. But then it loops into a second one and it goes, pain me. It's <laughs> yeah, a, like a key change. And, I, and that's what, hearing that, I tweeted him. He responded. Then I got him on. Oh, nice. Stars over Texas wasn't a number one. See. But see if you know this one. I, you do know it. Oh. stars over Texas. The moon. I know. So. I mean, there's more. Yeah. Uh, a Better Man, Better Off. Probably a Better Man, Better Off. Today's Lonely oh Fool. Oh my gosh, I love that song. Yesterday, <laughs> jealous man. What do you want to hear again? Better Man, Better Off? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Here's Better Man, Better Off again. Probably a Better Man, Better Off. Well, there's not really words there. His first hit, though, was what? Can you, I haven't, it's his number one, Ooh. but his first song. Uh, if the... Mm. No. Sticks and Stones, 1991. (laughs) I'm so stupid, I come on the air and I'm like, well, I got to talk a little less today. (laughs) And we go into a five minute singing segment of us just singing songs. (laughs) Well,. I wanted to kind of walk down memory lane with that and then tell you on Friday, Tracy Lawrence will be on my Bobby. Nice. It's fun. A lot of fun. On Friday on this show, Colin Ray will be in here playing. Gosh, what a week. Yeah. It, where does Tracy live? Does he live here? Mm-hmm. Every year he does a huge thing at Thanksgiving. Is that where a turkey does, fry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's just a really, it's, like, guy gives back a whole lot. Put a challenge out to a lot of the local restaurants where, where our show is. If you will name something after me, I will promote it on this show. Hmm. You know, there's a, I bring it up because there's a place in Springfield 
Missouri who has, you know, uh, tell me something, Gouda, Bobby Bones. Uh, there's just random things, and we've talked about them on the air. But, yeah, we have some names here. There's the uh, Bobby Boneless Wings. That's cute. That. Uh, the Bobby's a Weird Dough Thin Crust Pizza. Uh. <laughs> Bobby and Amy's Friend Chips and Salsa. Stop. No way. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out some names here. Oh, these Amy are, thought these were I all names. Like, oh, these I was are, like, stop I'm it. I'm throwing out names for people to name. Oh, okay. Because then we can help their business, too. This is a time where businesses are struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hey, let's go. Let's do this. We'll help you out. There's the Bobby LT, the BLT. Got Bobby it. LT. Fight, grind, repeat. Is that a fight, grind, repeat? <laughs> the Friday morning, the FRY, Friday morning dance party. The flaming, raging idiots hot wings. That's cute. Um... Amy back ribs. <laughs> uh, Eddie's Corona crab cakes. <laughs> oh, right, I don't think you'll sell very many of those. Well, if you uh, name something after me, I'll, I'm happy to help your business. It just makes sense. For, you know, and then and tag us. Show us the menu. I think that would be fun. To the be morning to... corny call. Corn- but oh. the thing about the show is got to be a, something about me specific, or the show, or because if you just do something generic like the morning corny, nobody's gonna know. Yeah, I know. So, Sorry, I was just thinking yeah. about... We'll spitball after this bit. Because corn is in the corny whatever. Get it. Okay. That's good, though. Uh, have you seen the loaded tea advertisements on Instagram? No. There is this... Uh, it's one of these trendy, you know, you can buy this tea and people are selling it on Instagram. It promises weight loss, health, and happiness. Wow, that's a lot for a tea. If you look for loaded tea, there's all kinds of stuff, but they say that there's so much um, caffeine... In this, that it, if you drink too much, it could put you in the emergency room. Oh, okay. That's a nice warning. Wendy Bazillion said, it's the dose that's the poison. Too much of something may have some positive effect, like caffeine in normal levels, but it may become dangerous at high levels. So, do you do you ever do caffeine stuff? Yeah, I drink lattes, so I do espresso shots, or I have green tea, which is caffeine. Well, just a heads up. If you do see this, be careful. I'll steer clear. <laughs> Not you, like our listeners. Oh, okay. Do you ever get messages going, hey, we'd like for you to uh, advertise for... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you ever do it? No. What are they offering you? I mean, I could tell you. I get emails a lot, even from, like, people that I guess that's their job. To, yeah. Is to, like, market Instagram To things. make a post. If they're like, hey, we want you to do loaded tea, what would they offer you for I a have post? been offered for a tea thing. Yeah? But Go I ahead. said no. An- another liquid vitamin thing just the other day. You want to tell us the money? I don't think so. Write it down. I mean, this is how much they offer. I mean, this is for this was for one story for just, some magic. Just one story. Some magic tea. Okay. That like I don't believe in. So. And so you didn't do it. So I didn't do it. Okay, she's writing her so answer down. One folks. story. Actually, this was two stories. Our this one in particular. Okay. Two stories. She's writing it down. I think with a swipe up. Wow. <laughs> wow. And you turn that down? Yeah, because Did I. Did you don't, see it? Yeah. How much? No, I don't say it. He didn't see it. But listen, that's what I think our listeners trust us because we yeah, would only. Yeah, because you didn't take the f- or some random number that maybe you didn't write down. Yeah. That's crazy. It what? No, that I can hear. Like, what would be really hard is like, if it's a no, product. No, it was more than that. Oh, I misread it. You saw it backward. That was oh. the point. <laughs> oh, good hey, for you. Hey, I of- think that. Why our listeners trust us is we only talk about stuff that we actually use yeah. or we want them, if they're spending their money on it, I want them to like it because 
we like it. And the minute we lose that trust, I don't, you know, it's not, that's not worth it to me. Unless, unless something comes up and I got some bills to pay. (laughs) (laughs) So we played this game and listeners loved it. So we'll put another one together. I'll play you a clip of a country artist singing before they got famous. See if you can identify the artist. Okay, write it down, guys. This artist is 14 years old in this clip, a freshman in high school. She's at what appears to be a talent show, singing A Broken Wing by Martina McBride. And with a broken wing, she still sings. She keeps an eye on the sky. With a broken wing, she carries her dreams. Man, you ought to see her fly. Well, also a thing to do would be, you're already in, everybody. But oh, yeah. think about at 14 and that song, you kind of know the, how old the person is. Nope. Yeah, no, still not helping. Okay, <laughs> okay. didn't really help. I'm, in. I'm wrong. I carry, Amy? Carrie Underwood. Lunchbox? It's Carrie Underwood. Eddie? Well, I'm wrong too, Carrie Underwood. It's Carrie Underwood. Oh! It's a little pitchy, huh? All right. Well, she's also 14. <laughs> I know. Yeah. A little crack. This is the artist's first TV appearance in 1978 before he was famous. Okay. Context clues, guys. 1978 before he was famous. All the praises should be given to my woman. Eddie's already in. I'm in. That's a tough one. Turn it up. Turn it up. Made me what I am today. It's so good. Hear the words, congratulations. That's tough, and I know it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have put that one this early in the game. Everybody in? Yeah. Amy? George Strait. No. What? Is that who you had? Yeah, it's George. Yeah. No. Oh, by far, guys. Lunchbox can win this if he, if he, <laughs> all he has to do is get it right. For the win, Lunchbox. George Strait! No, it's not. It's Randy Travis. There are wow. three wooden crosses on the wow. right side. Amy, I swore it's George Strait. Could have fooled me. You're all still in. Here's an artist playing an original song back in 2006, before he was famous. The song's called Fool Me Again. Then I can make believe, honey, that you're still mine. You missed this, leave the room. <laughs> Get out of here. Just go, quit the show. Lunchbox? Oh, it's Chris Stapleton. Amy? Chris Stapleton. Eddie? Chris Stapleton. Nice. All right, here is the artist playing a show called Winter Star Maker in 1990. Okay? Winter Star Maker 1990. Who is this? I left the office in a flash on Friday, threw my suit in the car, cashed my paycheck and headed for the country. And that underneath the stars I drove a Saturday and right into the evening Till there were no more city lights right, Three seconds Those broken lines were getting blurry through my windscreen Like right. a satro Lunchbox? Gary LaVox Incorrect Amy Keith Urban Correct Eddie <laughs> Keith Urban Correct <laughs> Two remain We'll do speed round on this one all right, all you have to do is buzz in with your name if you know it. Okay, guys? This artist is playing a local TV station three years 
before his debut album, he's singing the George Strait song, Nobody in His Right Mind Would Have Left Her. Eddie. Eddie. Wait, what? Scotty McCurry. Incorrect. Amy, keep listening. Nail it for the win. What year? Uh, it dang. doesn't say. Dang, I know it. Yeah, go ahead, Amy. I need to guess. Uh, no, um, Josh Turner. Garth Brooks. I yeah. almost guessed that, but then I was like, why would he do that? He loves George. I Garth know. Brooks. One more song, Speed Around. Stupid. Here is an artist covering Tim McGraw on his YouTube channel five years ago. Same old boy, same sweet girl. Amy. Amy. Kane Brown. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Nice job. Feel good? Yeah. All right. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Chris Stapleton is teasing new music on his social media. He deleted all of the pictures off his Instagram page and shared a video with the date of November 13th, 2020, plus some small text as his profile picture that says, Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. Thomas Rhett shared a song on Instagram that he wrote with Morgan Wallen. If every night stand had a Bible, every front porch had a swing. If every backyard had a garden, every front door had a screen. It may be this crazy world would straighten up and slow on down. If every town had a memo's house. Tim McGraw isn't planning on retiring anytime soon. I don't know that there's a marker that I have. I don't foresee myself doing it forever, for sure. But right now, I mean, gosh, our youngest daughter is going away to college, knock on wood, hopefully, in the fall. Not that I want her to, but for her to be able to go to college and have that experience. Seems like a good time to work more. <laughs> Got, you know, three kids out on their own. My wife's hanging out with me. I'm looking forward to working for the foreseeable future anyway. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This is a really cool milestone. A 95-year-old man reaches 100,000 miles in bicycling. Oh, that's a lot. He's also 95 and still riding a bike. That's amazing itself. Even if it was one mile, that would be amazing. But back in 1991, his name is Bob. He retired from his job, and he just started riding his bike. He liked it so much, he said, well, let's see what I can do. So he set the goal at 100,000 miles, and after 28 years, he reached the goal. The 95-year-old World War II veteran just celebrated his 100,000 miles and was cheered on by dozens of his neighbors in Santa Maria, California. He rides nearly every day. He's going to be 96 next month. And now he says his new goal is to... Well, stay alive for a while. Yeah. Yeah, there you good go. Good goal. I, that's a great story. That's me what it's too. all about. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Hollywood, Florida. Police busted a ring of guys that were breaking into houses, stealing stuff. They stole $150,000 in cash, AK-47s, all sorts of jewelry. Made it easy because all three guys had ankle bracelets on from probation. And they didn't cut them before they... No, they were breaking into the houses and they had their ankle monitors on, all three of them. I wonder what they're thinking. Because they know... It has GPS on it. Oh, 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 I, 
I don't I mean, think they're, they're so dumb to not know the GPS ankle monitors monitoring them. One of them maybe, but all three together. I mean, they are 18, 19, and 21, so maybe. Maybe nobody You mean you're still that super idiot? You are pretty <laughs> dumb at 18 years old. Mm. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On right now, Jason in San Antonio. Jason, what's up? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Hey, I'm pretty good. What, what do you have on your mind? So my girlfriend's building a house, and uh, she wants to have a housewarming party. And she wants to do a housewarming party registry. And I told her that I, I thought that was bad taste. It's not a wedding. It's not a baby shower. She disagrees with me, and she doesn't know why I feel like it's bad taste. So that's kind of where I'm at. Well, she is going to throw a party, right? I mean, if it's a housewarming party, don't you kind of have to have food and stuff out too, maybe? Yeah, but how do we throw parties like that these days? I didn't think about Corona. <laughs> People have to have their individual little Okay, but let's talk about this snack. in non-Corona time. Because okay. I think this is just a general question. Sure. Like housewarming parties, uh, yay or nay. Now, I've never had one, but if someone said I'm having a housewarming party, there's a registry, I don't think I would think anything weird about it. Because here's the thing, if you go to someone's house, you're expected to bring something anyway, and when you have to figure out what yourself to bring, it's always stupid. It's always some kind of wine that no one's ever going to drink. So why not just go ahead and get something good that they're all that they're going to like? And I feel like that actually makes it easier. The registry takes, takes the burden off me. Because, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's just me every time. I don't know what to take it's to people's okay, house. It's okay, man. It's okay. So you know what I did last time? The last time somebody invited me over, I grabbed a thing of almond milk that had been unopened from the fridge and took it over and gave oh. it to them. Oh, okay. That's nice. And I was like, yeah, I bought you some almond milk. And then I got the, here's the, the, and there's a twist. Then I got back home and Caitlin goes, hey, um, we have a new thing of almond milk in the fridge that hadn't been opened yet. She said, I thought you took that one. Apparently I took the one that already been opened oh, and have drank. Oh, even worse. <laughs> So I'm on the side of I don't mind a housewarming party. Nobody has to come. Nobody has to buy anything. I don't think it's bad taste. The only thing that I would say if you're throwing the party, have a little something there, a little food, a little something for people to come over to do. Like, you know, there's some money in that party. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I am with you on the fact that it does make it easier on those that are attending, and I would appreciate that. Uh, I would normally, though, just do a gift card. That keeps it simple. Like if someone has moved somewhere, then a gift card to Target, Bed Bath & Beyond or something like that is so easy. So that's that's that solves the problem right there. For me personally, I would not feel comfortable putting up a housewarming registry, but I'm not going to hate anybody for doing it. But mm. I wouldn't do it. But if you put a <laughs> registry up, that eliminates the need for a gift card. I understand. I'm just, and it, it's mailed right to you. You don't even have to go to the store or get online and, and buy it and log on. I agree, but... I'm just saying an easy thing to take to housewarming parties so you don't have to take almond milk is a gift card. <laughs> no. I'm not buying a gift card and taking it in an envelope. Why? No, uh, That's weird. What? In a card? Yeah, no, I think no. I gave Morgan number two a gift card when well, she moved Well, me too, but she house. didn't have a party. She was going to. Yeah, but I didn't go to her house. I sent her online. Gift cards are fine online. I'm not going to walk up to somebody and hand them an envelope. Hey, here you go. <laughs> Congratulations. like it's a drug deal or something. <laughs> oh. Okay, here's where we stand, Jason. You're wrong. She's right. Actually, no, Jason. I'm with you. I would feel uncomfortable. But that wasn't the question. No, because he's part of this, too. If she puts that out there, he is someone. He's putting it out there, too. And I would find it uncomfortable. Throw the party. Ask for the gifts. People don't have to get you gifts. They're going to want to come over eventually anyway. They're going to feel weird about having to bring something. Let them get you a towel. You know? Okay. Have the party. Register away. And Jason, what I've learned. Do you live with your girlfriend? Not yet. Okay. Well, I live with mine now. And let me tell you, this is what I learned. You just kind of pick your battles. 
She has to pick them with me. I have to pick them with her. I don't think this is one you want to invest a whole lot of yourself, a whole lot of you putting your foot down and going, this is not for me. And I have to pick them with Bobby. He's right. Just just go with what he's saying. Well, she's going to do what she wants to do regardless, and I already told her to do that. I just wanted another opinion on if I was... uh, if I was wrong in the matter. Well, it doesn't make Amy and I feel super comfortable, but we're both okay with it. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right. There's Jason well, in San Antonio. Hey, hold on. Don't hang up. I got something for you. I got a $100 Walmart gift card for you. You can buy her some house stuff. <gasps> yeah. Get it, give it to your girlfriend I at the party. That. Thanks a lot, Bobby. <laughs> and a uh, mug, a Walmart photo gift. And this photo gift is a mug. It's a tall mug with my face on it. Oh, a mug of your mug. A mug of my mug. Even better. Walmart photo invites you to stay connected to the ones you love by making beautiful prints, photo books, and wall wall art all from your favorite photos taken during your time spent at home. Well, there you go. We had a good conversation here. Yep. Jason, stay on the phone. We'll get you this gift card. And thanks for listening, bud. All right. There he is. He didn't say you're you're welcome. <laughs> Take it back. You've <laughs> <laughs> been following that asteroid that's going to crash into us? No. So, there's uh, an asteroid. It is predicted to come close to Earth on November 2nd, the day before the presidential vote. The chances of it hitting us, and usually it's like 1 in 73,000. The chances of it hitting us is 1 in 240. Of course. It's so 240,000? No, yeah. 240 straight oh, up. Oh my. Okay. Oh wow. Bring it. I mean, oh. what are we, what's what's the plan? What are we going to do? Hopefully do we it have does. A plan? <laughs> right, Just it, call it a day. Could it could it hit on this, November 2nd? <laughs> this has been a really awful year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but you haven't seen that at all? Mm-mm. I guess I've just been following the wrong things. <laughs> you only get one vice. What do you pick? If you just want I, I I'm going sugar. And, and if I only get one, I'm good with everything else. Oh, sugar's I'm, such a I'm good one. I'm holding on to sugar. Like you get one vice. What is it? Oh, as much coffee as I want. Okay. Coffee's a vice for you. Oh, sure. for me, I have to limit myself to one a day. Once I go beyond that, it's bad. So I, I'm bad for me. I just don't feel great. But I mean, if I could just do whatever I wanted. Eddie, one vice. Beer, dude. Easy. Beer. All the beer in the world. Oh. When Eddie came over to my house last night, he brought beer. <laughs> but I don't drink. He just brought it for him and drank it. Yeah, it was a small little cooler. He showed up with a cooler. And Kaylin's like, what'd you bring? And he goes, beer. And Kaylin, neither Kaylin or I drink. <laughs> and we were like, there were only two beers in there, we too, because like, it's a well, weeknight. that's nice. And he was like, what's for me? <laughs> because there's only two. It's but he didn't night. even put me like, like a, a drink in there. Like a Gatorade. You know, if we ever like go play golf, sometimes I'll do two, three beers for me and then like a Gatorade and a Red Bull for Bobby or something. But... I we were, I was only going to be there for like an hour and a half. Yeah, but you brought you two and brought me none, Correct. and it was at my house. Do you drink every day? No, I mean, I, I would probably drink about three times a week. Is that yeah. a lot, Amy? No, I don't think so. Okay. I was having this exact conversation with some friends because I thought it was weird to drink every day. There's been times in my life where I have had a drink every single day, and then I have to pause and evaluate <laughs> and step back and stop doing it. But then I was talking to some friends, and... They were like, I oh, know that's normal for us. Me and my husband, every, every night we have a cocktail every every day. I was like, is this like a 2020 thing? I would of- love that. I just know I would have 10 cocktails yeah. every night. Yeah. Right. Well, your circumstances are different. You don't know. I that think so fun. 10 cocktails a night. That wasn't fun. My dad did that one. <laughs> you know, come to think about oh, it, yeah. my whole family That's did that. I guess you're fun. right. Yeah. It didn't end up good. That's fun. Fun for you, not for everyone else. <laughs> uh, Lunchbox, you get one vice. What is it? Well, Eddie took alcohol. I mean, so I guess I'd go reality TV. 
Morgan, you get one vice? Oh, my vice is food. Give me every food and I don't <laughs> gain any weight. Just Great. food, yep. straight up. All the food. Just food. All right. I was reading an article about the vice that most people would have taken. And what was that? Um, a lot of people, tobacco oh, weird. was one of them. Yeah, Not, weird. I know. If that's the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I should clarify my coffee. I want it like a latte. Fried foods. <laughs> fried foods was one of them. Oh, yeah. I had some fried. What are they? What do they call them at Sonic when they're the little chicken tenders? It's the called bites? A, a popcorn. The, the, oh, yeah. Popcorn, popcorn chicken. chicken. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. So no, good. Okay. We, we go to so Sonic. Good. We go to Sonic every day, I think. At least two out of three days. Because I get Bobby Waters. If I'm driving by a Sonic, I get on the app. What stinks though, you can't tip on the app. There's no tip on the app. So, but we go to, this is not a commercial. We go to Sonic, I get a Bobby Water. What a Bobby Water is, it's a Route 44 water, extra ice, because they make great ice. Uh, obviously water, and you, you put real fruit in it. Now, all I put are cherries and strawberries, extra, and then I do nerds. And so, you're drinking fruity, nerdy flavored water. Sounds good. And I stay so hydrated, honestly. And it's not that much calorie. It's a little bit, but not really. So well, and it includes your vice, sugar. Mm, I love sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And which is fine. Mm. No, not for me. Okay. <laughs> not for me. None. I try to stay away from the processed sugars because then I don't feel good about my, I don't feel good about my. Says my, the man who put nerds in his water. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yesterday. I try to say. I don't, but I, it doesn't make me feel. But I'm there every day. <laughs> I have to balance out the water because I don't drink near enough water. Yeah. I have to find the thing that is able to get me to a point where I'm staying hydrated a bit. Because I don't. I just won't drink water. I hate water. I need flavor. Look at this here. I have amino acids in my water. I need something to make my water taste good. I hate water. I hate exercise. I don't like <laughs> sleeping. All stuff I'm forced to do to, to live healthier. Don't give me that crap. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, we, should, we should talk about in a few minutes. Amy wrecked her car that worked gave her. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Amy. <laughs> yeah, that's us back on you. Yeah. Put the spotlight off me. I don't even know. I The... The client does not know yet. Hey, client, coming up. <laughs> I listen, I listen. Coming up, how- Amy wrecked oh. your car. No, no. Um, we'll do it coming I, up. Okay. Hmm? <laughs> no, they really don't. Scuba Steve, we need to talk. <laughs> oh, Scuba Steve, did you know this? I had no idea. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, hey, coming up. I'm just sweating. <laughs> just a few minutes. Amy wrecks a work car. <laughs> the question is, what do dogs dream about? And I read this whole article. And I think they have they have no idea what the crap dogs dream about. They could have written ten pages and they really wouldn't have known. It's just all speculation. You can't get in somebody's head. I know. You wanna know what the article said though? Yeah, I'm very curious. Since dogs are generally extremely attached to their human owners, it's likely your dog is dreaming of your face, your smell, and being around you. Oh. They just want you to read the article and feel good about yourself. <laughs> my dog, my dog's dreaming of food, noises, squirrels he can chase. It ain't it that it ain't me. But yeah. I always think that's funny because that's a complete opinion article. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing in that that they can go. <laughs> we think this might be true. That's just them guessing there. Uh, my dog now is at 66 pounds. Anytime anyone's gone, like Eddie came over to the house and saw him. God, it's like, what do they say? Well, he's gotten so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's like, dang, I thought he was big last time. Yeah, I said that yesterday. It's crazy, man. It's basically William the Refrigerator Perry running through. <laughs> Who's he that? was a big like a football, football player, player. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played. He played uh, defensive line for the Chicago Bears and played fullback a few times, scored some touchdowns. <laughs> and he was get low and just barrel through folks. Yeah, yeah. Most times I see Stanley, I walk away with a bruise. 
And, and, and he doesn't mean to. He's he just, just so... He, he likes to, like, run and mm-hmm. run by people and, t- and, like, touch them. But now he, like, runs through your leg. And, like, mm-hmm. he's just such a... He's still a puppy, too, which is not a good mix. Does he just, sleep really hard? Because I was in the house for at least 30 seconds before he even noticed I was right next to him. He sleeps extremely hard okay. and snores extremely <laughs> loud. He has a bed. He has a lazy boy dog bed <laughs> that is... It's quite comfortable. And he goes over and he sleeps in the kitchen. He did. He doesn't need a room anymore. He has the whole house now. But what's crazy too is he's very protective of the house now since he has the whole house. Yeah. Like anything, he goes crazy at. But yeah, he sleeps and nothing bothers him. I can walk up to him too. <laughs> and I used to get scare him, but now I scare him and he just goes like, huh, what? Yeah, definitely turned into that bulldog life. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. It looks like AJ McLean is joining Dancing with the Stars. So that could be kind of fun, but he clearly has dance experience being that he's a Backstreet Boy. Yeah. That'd be fun for him. I I don't think they've officially announced it. I think he's just kind of hinting about it on Instagram. Why? Do you see an official announcement? Oh, I see sources confirmed to Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, the only people that I know for sure are on is Caitlin Bristow. They're trying to get Carol Baskin. They tried to get (laughs) Dr. Fauci. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, AJ McLean, yeah, I think he's going to do it. I like AJ. Yeah. As nice a, guy. As a former Dancing with the Stars champion, do you see him possibly winning? I see him doing pretty well. I mean, he's a dancer, right? Yeah, he can dance. It's all about likability on that yeah, show, honestly. Because, again, I wasn't a dancer. Yeah. But people knew that I was there representing them. That was all, it was all about with me. So you have to have either a whole lot of one. You have to be either extremely uh, relatable, which I was extremely relatable, or you have to be extremely fantastic where someone like Jordan Fisher, a couple seasons before me, was so good that it was it was undeniable. Or you got to have that perfect balance of you got to be pretty relatable and pretty good. Mm. And so it's, it's you know, those areas. I think you can do fine. I don't know who the cast is, though. And you never know early because these these big bloaty, uh, uh, voting blocks on that show, they're only good for about the first five or six weeks because the less people there are, the more everybody starts to gravitate towards someone and someone's fans aren't able to just vote them through. Well, so, Dancing with the Stars premieres on Monday, September 14th. Is that right? So, yeah. Huh. Put it on your calendar. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I'll watch it. Oh, I guess, uh, 8 p.m. Yeah, I know. One, two, three, three weeks or so. So they're, they're now learning who their partners are. Now, between now and next week, they'll learn who their partners are. I wonder are. if Sharna will get AJ. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't talked to Sharna since she was on the show. Um, all right, what else? Okay, so you can sleep in the same tour bus as Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Oprah, Dolly Parton, which would be super cool. Uh, the RV company based out of Nashville called the Hemphill Brothers, they have had to switch gears because tours are canceled. So they have all these buses. So now they're renting them out. Luxury buses, $2,000 a <laughs> night. <laughs> well, and that's what it costs. Honestly, it costs me $4,000 a weekend to take one out for the Raging Idiots. They say it's and a- And f- that's, that's my company. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they were so good to me that when my last dog was dying, he had cancer real bad. And I was like, I don't know if I can tour anymore because the bus we had didn't have what they call a star room because I just we just all were in bunks. Everybody was equal. Until my dog got sick, and then I got a whole bedroom put in the back, and they called. They were listening, and they were like, hey, we'll switch out your bus for no charge and give you a bigger bus because we don't want you to have to not tour with your sick dog. That's amazing. So, yeah, and they have a ton of buses. Yeah, they call it a, a mobile mansion. 
So it's a five-star hotel on wheels. You well, got ours wasn't. No, <laughs> ours was not, basically not Super 8. Well, the ones that they're renting out are, they've got six bunk beds, a queen bed in the back, fully stocked kitchen, two bathrooms with showers. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. You can get your friends together and yeah. put in money and I'll do that. In. 2000 a night? Yeah. That's Again, that's about right. The, it, we'd ha- I'd have to pay because it's 2000 a night. I'd take it on the weekend. But then you also have to pay the, for the driver. You have to pay his salary. What if you're I don't, not going anywhere? No driver. And I have to pay for gas. Is this but you're is not a deal. Going yes, yes. All right, what else you got? Well, Starbucks has launched a new phone hotline that plays fall sounds for you, which seems weird. But yesterday they, they started selling their pumpkin spice lattes. And if you call 1-833-GET-FALL, you can hear things like head out on a hayride or cozy up with your cup. Or you can hear one person just say the word flannel over and over and over. And here's what happens if you call and select option two, which is pumpkin matras. Uh, Hold your pumpkin drink close and open your mind. We're going to unlock all the fall feels. Sip in. Breathe out. Uh, okay, this is a mix. This sounds like a mix between Miss Cleo and a 900 number, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so just, again, if you're into that, 1-833-GET-FALL. What is that that you're into? If you're into what? <laughs> I don't know. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So the sweet couple in Ohio, Tyler and Melanie, they had to cancel their big old wedding that they had planned. And they had caterers booked, tons of food. So they switched it to a small backyard ceremony with just family and friends. And then afterwards, they headed over to a local shelter for women and children. And they had all the caterers still make all of the food for the 135 guests that they were going to have. And in her wedding dress and in his tuxedo, they put on hairnets and gloves and they served the women and children the food that they were going to use for their wedding. That's awesome. Yeah. This is a great story. They didn't have to do that. I know. That's cool. Good for them. Love it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, Lunchbox, I got a voicemail regarding us sending you to Iowa to stay in that murder house. Oh, boy. This is Caitlin from Boston. She wants us to hear her out. Here. Oh, my God. Morning, studio. Okay, guys, hear me out. I hear you talking about the murder house and Lunchbox needs someone to go with. Now, I know this is weird, but just hear me out here. I will totally go with him. I love this stuff. I love scary movies. Bobby, I'll literally pay my way. Um, we could do a COVID test up in here. Literally sign me up. This would be so cool. <sighs> Are you wanting to go by yourself? Have you approached anyone to go with you? No, I don't have anybody to go with me yet. Um, would you be scared if you went by yourself? Oh, absolutely. Staying in a murder house by myself? Oh, my God. I don't think I'd be able to sleep. I would be pulling my hair. No, no, no. Because any noise? No, no, no. I don't think I could do it by myself. Hey, Scuba, where do we stand on this right now? Because this is something I really want to see happen. Uh, well, it's kind of up to uh, Lunchbox. It sounds like he's down to go. I mean, we can make it happen. Okay. Let's have a plan in place by one week from today, which will be the second. So sending him that soon? No, no, no. Let's have oh, a, a plan. plan okay, gotcha. pl- we have a week to make a plan. But on the second, I'd like to come back and hear what the plan is. Aren't you a little worried about him bringing something back? Like aren't, like the whole spirit thing? 
No. What? No. Okay. I don't. Right. Not no. at all. All right. I hope yeah, he what does. Ghost follows me. Great. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. It, it's somebody on the show that I won't have to pay for once. <laughs> <laughs> but was, the good, good news is I got reached out to by someone for transportation. Like a like uh, a what? Private jet. They just said we got to mention their company on air and they'll fly me there and back. <laughs> Really? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Private. Okay. Well, like, again, Scuba, like, talk to him, get all this done. Can okay, we cool. clarify, though, that sometimes my husband is a pilot and sometimes he flies around this little bumblebee of an airplane with one engine. and That's Lunchbox, not a private jet. I know. And Lunchbox is like, dang, that's a private jet. <laughs> and I was like, no, actually, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> is he the only one in the plane? I mean, he's the pilot. That's a private jet. Okay. No. What's well, not a jet though? Like three people. Can fit what's in considered it. a jet? Something that a flies jet in the air. Two no. engines. No. Uh, on the side and yeah. normally like uh, lots of seats. But if someone wants to fly you on a small plane up, they're great. That's part of that's scarier than the freaking ghost. <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. Okay. Let's figure out what's going on. I'm yeah. just I'm determined for this. Like I, I we got to make this happen. All right, I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Let's go over to Amy now with the joke. Here we go. The morning corny. What did Tennessee? What did Tennessee? The same thing, Arkansas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a good one. That was the morning corny. The people in Detroit are like, what's happening? After a 20-year-old woman who was believed to have died, was found breathing at a funeral home. I mean, isn't that the craziest thing? Usually this is like in Zimbabwe. No. Or some remote village in Vietnam where this happens. Not in America. Or maybe they're like 100. Yeah. The Southfield Fire Department released a statement saying the paramedics responded to a call for an unresponsive female Sunday morning. When they arrived at the scene, they found the woman to not be breathing. The paramedics performed CPR for 30 minutes. After their efforts, quote, given medical readings and the condition of the patient, it was determined that she did not have signs of life. Authorities say per standard operating procedure in a situation where foul play is not suspected, the medical examiner's office was contacted and given the medical data. They got her to the funeral home. Hours later, they realized the woman was breathing. How insane. Did she come back to life? Was her sign so low and then she slowly rebuilt? Was it so low they couldn't... See, read, hear, and all of a sudden it just kept like snowballing bigger and bigger. Like, because sometimes Hulk Hogan, when he'd get knocked out, <laughs> and and he would be out, they put him in the sleeper hold, and he'd be out, and his arm would go one, it would fall. They'd pick it back up, and it'd go two, it fall, and you're like Hulk, Hulk Hogan's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then they pick it up three, and it fall, and right before it hit the ground, he go Hoo! and make a fist, and then he'd slowly raise it up. Yeah, but that was fake. It's not real. That was fake wrestling. But what I was picturing <laughs> with her was when they were transporting her to the funeral home. Maybe they go over a speed bump or something, and it like oh, shook jolted. her heart back into or whatever happened to her. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. And, Can you, and what about the family members? Like, you know, they they were already thinking she was dead, and then they get a call and like, oh, she's breathing again. Well, hallelujah. I mean, yeah, for sure. a family member. <laughs> I don't know. You've probably been dividing up her stuff already. But also, if I'm her, I'm pretty irritated at the people that pronounce me dead. Well, they did try to save her. Maybe they ended up saving her. And Yeah, or maybe they had to get to lunch or something. Okay. Like. All right. Okay. Well, Amy's, okay, hold on. Let me say this. Amy's in a bit of a sour mood. I because in the I next, am. I had the worst day. In the next segment, we talk about how Amy wrecked a car that wasn't hers. Oh, man. It's a client's. It's a yeah, one of our clients' cars. Scuba Steve does not know about this yet. This is an announcement for the world to hear. It's his fault. He's the one that. Okay, we're oh, just gonna hold on. <laughs> we'll come back with that segment. You're the one that. Next. So the quick version of the story is: is that Amy wrecked a client's car? 
And nobody knew until about an hour ago when I guess I had, I had hinted about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the long version of that story? Okay. What client is it, by the way? Mazda. Okay. So I'm driving a Mazda CX-9. I've been driving it for about three weeks now. And they gave it to you to do what? To experience the CX-9 because I'm talking about it on my podcast. Got it. In break and commercials there. And great family car. And it really is amazing. Like my son Now she's rough. Now she's like, guys, it really is the best car. Sorry about it, wrecked it. It is. Yeah. Because I still have my car, obviously, but he chooses that we drive that car all the time. So I've been driving it all the time, especially when I'm going to pick the kids up from school. We had a basketball goal installed at our house yesterday. It is new there. So the concrete had just been poured and this pole stuck in, but the concrete pole thing wasn't dry yet. So the whole goal hasn't been put up. It's just this pole that's about- About how tall? About- Yay tall. 34 feet? (laughs) I don't think our listeners can know yay just by listening. (laughs) Yay tall. Right. So looking back, I can't see it. (sighs) I I hit it. I back into it and I ram it. I mean, and it's not pretty. It's like um, I ruined the bumper, maybe even like a sensor thing because it has those. And here's the thing. I think I heard the beeping, but I was like, I drive out of my driveway every day. There's not anything behind me. I don't see anything that's weird. There's cameras. There's everything. I didn't see the pole because I'm not used to the pole being there. The pole literally just got put in yesterday. Did you know the pole was put in yesterday? Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> An electrician came by our house too. He hit it. Oh. What's up? It's not like I was the only person. Boy, misery loves that, company, huh? <laughs> it's not like I was the only person that hit it. And listen, my day already wasn't like the greatest. So that was magnified. I cried. It was awful. I feel horrible. Dear Mazda. So do you have to call and have a conversation or will Scuba Steve do it? I don't know. I need Steve to know how we're going to handle it. I mean, obviously. Okay, I have questions. I have questions. What are your questions? Question one is, Scuba Steve, how will you handle the situation today? So what I'll do is I'll call them and tell them what Amy did. And I think. Do we have insurance though? I do. But uh, the how? company has insurance, and I, and I think that they will be able to take care of it. It sounds like you didn't put a lot of damage onto it. It's <laughs> minimal damage. <laughs> I mean, Did you just keep going? Listen, how fast were so, you going? She's like, okay. surely there's not a pole there that I'm hitting, even though I feel it, because yeah. I've been to, And plus so, the Mazda, I know my wife has this car. It has a sensor on it that tells you I know it when you're does. getting close to something, and it sometimes it will help you and brake and it's stop. Like, beep, beep, beep. I know. It, it did break for her, but she fought it. Kept, yeah. <laughs> she, she pushed through the brake. <laughs> That's terrible. I don't know. I like my My husband had to go back and like, Make sure that it wasn't leaning in the concrete because the concrete wasn't even dry yet. And I mean, it smashed it. My husband laughed because he didn't want to make me feel worse. So he was trying to make light of it. Then my daughter was like, oh, mom, you made it sound like you smushed the whole thing. That's nothing. But then my son saw it and he was like, mom, what are we going to do? We're going to be in so much trouble. They're going to be so mad because he knows anytime on the inside they want to like eat food or if they put their shoe up on the seat. I'm like, y'all, this isn't our car. I don't, you know, we got to take care of it. So now he's freaking out that Mazda's going to be mad and, ugh. So you're going to have a conversation with them today, Scuba. Yes. I have a question. Is it in the parking garage? I can take a look at it real quick. Yep. Okay. Oh, oh it is. Oh, hey, yeah. get on the phone and, and yeah. give us live reaction. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, go check it out. I, you'll, you can spot it. He's going to sound just like Stevenson. Oh, we're in so much trouble. <laughs> well, St- it's funny how our, your kids' personalities can be so different because Tashira was making me feel good about it. And then Stevenson 
made me feel horrible again. Okay, Scuba Steve's walking out to the garage. Ray Monoki, turn him up, please. Or executive right producer now. Scuba Steve on a cell phone walking out. I want to. S- Scuba, you there? Yeah, I'm walking out in the garage right now, looking for it. All right. Far, on the right side, far side. wall facing the street. We're gonna listen far in wall. over the sh- okay. the main street, front Let's, of the office. I'm, oh yeah, you parked in a different spot to hide it. All right. I'm no, I did. <laughs> the parking garage is full. Oh my! Is it the back of the car? Yes, it's the back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now, just from experience of my wife being a bad driver, um, that's that's gonna be the whole back bumper. And the door, and the door is expensive because it's got one of those doors that opens the by door? the back door. <laughs> I don't like even the, know how it hit the door. Oh. That was the top oh part of the pole. Scoob, will you take a picture of it and bring it here to me? Yeah, it, it's like bent in half. Oh. It's not, oh I mean, it's, yeah, it's bad. I'm just not, I mean, not going to lie. It's All bad. Right, I'm gonna go. Okay, did you think that when you first hit it? Like, here's the deal. Why? I don't get in car wrecks. I hit things, but they're never moving. <laughs> that might like, be worse. <laughs> Yeah, because that's all user error. That's why I'm saying, like, what is my think about it? And a lot of times, it's when I'm in a car that's not mine. Mm-hmm. I my husband was like, "You wrecked my truck. You wrecked the loaner from the car dealer one time when I was getting something fixed. Remember when I hit the fire hydrant? I I, <laughs> I wrecked this car." If I wreck my own car, yes, I've done a few things here and there, but it's no big deal. She but when I, yeah, I had a few times. Yeah. Yada, yada. But I'm saying well, when I'm in other... Once I had a car, I was, was probably eight years ago, a uh, car dealership said, here, you can use it, and then somebody smashed into me. Let me see first. No. What do you think he's going to... He, I just want to see You've what seen it, it, Amy. it looks. Okay, yeah, it looks well, bad. You see what you're driving into. Wow, what are you doing, 60? <laughs> no, I was doing like five or three. All right. Well, I don't even know, guys. Let us know how that goes, Scuba. Okay. Yo, do you, let me know if you need to hop on a call. <laughs> <laughs> or if right. they want me to cut some new commercials, I'm happy to. <laughs> Still waiting for the mailman to deliver that dog stroller. He's been by twice. I don't know if he's coming back, but Caitlin ordered a stroller for our bulldog. And I'm okay with it. She can do it if she wants, but I I don't love it, so I'm okay that it hasn't been dropped off yet. Uh, here's a voicemail from Michael about that. I heard the story about the stroller, wondering if they're going to deliver it again. I work for UPS, and I know every company has different policies, but after three failed attempts of trying to make a delivery, they will send it back to um, the sender. For the post office, though, like they'll, they'll keep trying. They'll leave notes. Worst comes to worst, just call the, the post office where it's coming from, and they can hold it for you there, and you can pick it up at your leisure. I don't want to know that. I want him to send it back. <laughs> uh, so that's the first call. Here's another call here. This is about me and uh, Caitlin's parents where I don't ever call her dad by anything. I don't call him Mr. I don't call him his first name. I just don't know to call him to so just look at him and make sure he knows that I'm making a declarative statement toward him. Yeah. Hey, Bobby. I've been listening to the show for a while on podcasts. I work in the service industry. Do pest control, so I'm just on my own all day long. So your podcast keeps me going, you and the sore losers. Just wanted to let you know I had the same issue with my now father-in-law as you do with uh, with Caitlin's dad. I did the hey you, hey, did all that for a long time. <laughs> the best thing that changed it was when I had kids. They called him Papa, so now I call him Papa. Made it a lot easier. So just go ahead and pop a few kids out, and you'll be good to go. There you go. Right, let me make a note. Let me put it in the calendar. Let's get that going, too. You know, Kaylin and I, two days ago, was our nine-month anniversary. And so I told her, I said, because uh, the 24th is when we, the first time we went out. And I was like, hey, look at us. We've been together nine months. I said, if I'd have got you pregnant the first time we met, we'd have a baby today. Look at us. <laughs> she like that? No. 
<laughs> she doesn't think I'm as funny as I am sometimes. Uh. Or I think she's funnier than she thinks she is. Yeah, she's super funny. Uh, here's one more voicemail. Hey, Bobby. Uh, my question is for Raymundo. I listen to also the Sore Losers podcast and your guys' podcast daily. When he says it's Susan Raymundo, I was wondering if, if that meant Susan or, or what was that about? Because it kind of sounds like Susan. All right. Have a good day, guys. Bye. So when you go Susan Raymundo, is it is that what it is? Susan Raymundo? No. Yeah, it's Susan. It's Susan. And it's just it's just a play on words. It's funny, but it doesn't really mean anything. It's just what I go with. But I think d- his new name though is Susan Raimundo on this show. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> you get nicknames organically, Susan, and so that is now your Susan Raimundo. Scuba Steve thinks it's funny, so roll with it. <laughs> uh, one other thing I was thinking about last night because uh, I do want to get to this topic of I have a whole list of celebrities, and if you saw them out, if you take a picture with them, nice. one of them being like R. Kelly. Right? If it's a celebrity who's done something real bad, <laughs> okay. would you go up and ask for a picture, even though they're a celebrity? Okay? So we'll get to that list coming up in a second. But what I was thinking about last night, you know, because college football is about to start, and I'm a big Arkansas Razorback fan. I'm a big SEC guy. And at Auburn University, if you've ever been, they have this big eagle, right? And so they let this big eagle fly a, a loop around the stadium, and then it lands back on the guy's arm, and they take it in. It's a tradition. It's a really cool so my, I was thinking about this. If the guy has the eagle and it's like, all right, here we go, and the eagle flies around. But instead of coming back down, let's say the, the eagle went down and picked up a baby and flew off <laughs> from the crowd. This is, <laughs> just follow me here. Do you think if an e- that same eagle picked up a baby flew off, they would cancel the whole game? Huh. Or they would keep the game going and just try to chase down the eagle and find the baby? <laughs> what? <laughs> When did you think about this? Last night, last night. It's okay. pretty late. Pretty late. I, I can't, I'm just thinking about college football. I love it. I, and I was like, thinking about the stadiums, and we have a really tough schedule. I was thinking about Auburn, and I was like, man, what if that eagle? Mm. What if an eagle picked up a baby? <laughs> do they call the whole game until they get the baby back? Or do they just send people out to find it, but then, all right, let's go. What do you think? I feel like people are so desperate for football, they'll keep the game going, mm. and they'll find the baby. Well, I mean, at any point. <laughs> people are always desperate for football. Yeah. So I think that they keep the game going and then they try to get the eagle. I'm torn because I can see everybody go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people just shocked. But all it takes is a PA announcer to go, all right, here we go, first and 10. We go. <laughs> and then people are and like, okay, right I'm sure the baby it. will be fine. <laughs> what do you think, Eddie? Uh, I would want them to stop the game and be like, all right, guys, this is serious. We need to get stop. the I would want that because a baby didn't take him by an eagle. It's a big deal. But in reality, I think they would be like, well, I hope that baby is found safely. All right, here we go. We got Auburn and Alabama. Let's go, baby. Right? I don't know. I'm t- again, I, was, I think they would stop the game, but I'm not sure. <laughs> For a second, dude. Come on. Isn't it funny that you have to think about yes. that? <laughs> the baby's gone. That's what I was thinking about last night. I did see a video while we were on vacation the last time of that eagle flying down. Big old bald eagle. Flew down and picked up a shark. What? Like a small shark and was flying with it above. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So like that's this could really happen? Yeah. I don't know if it's the, tr- the trained eagle. But listen, animals go animal sometimes. Those right. are like games my kids play at the dinner table. Like shark versus eagle. Ah, oh, shark for sure. For sure. In this case, eagle. Uh, baby shark though. Yeah, here you go. Video of eagle carrying a shark at Myrtle Beach has gone viral. That this. The shark's probably four feet long. Oh, that's that's a good size yeah, shark. Yeah, it's a minnow shark. Dang. Yeah. Come on. 
It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Andrew and Alex are two friends from Florida. They finished college three years ago. They're like, let's go on a surfing trip to Bali, dude. They go, and the beaches are gross, trash everywhere. And they're like, we got to clean up the ocean. They start this business, and in three years, they've collected 10 million pounds of trash out of the oceans. And they sell these bracelets for $20 each, and every bracelet you buy guarantees one pound of trash removed from the ocean. I saw a commercial. They do commercials through the overnight. But overnight for me is waking up in the morning. But they sell them on, on TV, too, and they tell that story. Yeah, it's 4-0 and then C-E-A-N. So I guess it's 4-Ocean, but... Oh, yeah. 4-0 C-E-A-N. Yeah, four, and they're $20 a piece, and that means one pound of trash will be removed out of the ocean. That's cool. Wow. There you go. And they just stumbled upon it. Yeah, just by going on a surfing trip, bro. All right, bro. Uh, that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Taylor Swift said, hey, check out the record stores, because if you're one of these stores... You could get an autographed copy of Folklore if you're like looking through the albums. And so she, they, they randomly mailed out a bunch of signed Taylor Swift albums to a bunch of stores. Well, so this indie record store in Green Bay, Wisconsin, that people knew that this day was the day where they would start to be out. So people were starting to line up, not knowing for sure if they would even be at this store. But you had a couple fans outside of the store, and the UPS comes up 30 minutes before the thing opens, and they're there waiting, but the store owner isn't there. And so the UPS person's like, hey, will you sign for this? And they're like, we're just here. <laughs> like, okay, we'll sign for it. He goes, well, this is for the store. And so they sign for it, and then they look inside of it, and it's all these autographed Taylor Swift records. And they're big Taylor Swift fans, right? And so they were like, they, they, they were like hey, we're not keeping these. They told the manager. And so they could have got like $9,000 Oh, wow, that's that. nice of them. Oh, wow. Wait, so they got to just keep them? They couldn't, they didn't give them to the store and the store sold them back? They did? No, they did give them to the store. Okay, okay, sorry. No, they took them from the UPS guy, signed for them. When the store owner gave them to him, said, hey, these, we shouldn't know this, but these are all full of Taylor Swift signed CDs. Take it here. Got it. Right now, one CD is going for like 400 bucks. Oh my gosh. Wow. The, the signed one. So that, again, that's like $10,000 that they were just like, nah, surely Taylor's going to do something for them, right? Yeah. This will get to her. <laughs> And she'll do something for them. Uh, the big debate yesterday was the ha- having a, uh, some antlers, horns in my house, where I was like, I don't think we can have horns in the house if I didn't kill it or Caitlin didn't kill it. And then I went second level and said, okay, our next generation could have killed it. Her dad or mom or me, the same thing. And so she um, obviously doesn't agree. I said, But I did tell her, I said, hey, if you want to get something that's like from Africa – have at it, because then people won't come in and think I killed it. But how embarrassing is it if you walk in and there's like an 11 point up on the wall? Oh, look at that 11 point. Dang, where'd you kill that? Oh, Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I I made the analogy. I wouldn't buy a bunch of baseball trophies from mm-hmm. and go, you know, high school all state. And then someone goes, in, oh, you were all state? No, I got those, you know, off of eBay. No, that's a trophy. So we had a big conversation about it yesterday. She suggested that if her grandfather killed it, can we put it up? Ooh. Yes. No. Does she have one? A grandfather? Yes. Her grandpa? Um, I think he has a bunch. Perfect. I, that qualifies for me under your restrictions. Well, then she hit me with the, okay, well, then if I can't have horns if I didn't kill it, you can't have meat if you didn't kill it. 
<laughs> yeah, that's tough. Oh, yeah. If but I said meat's not a trophy. Uh, I'm not showing off my meat. Not in that instance, anyway. Okay. <laughs> but a lot of listeners. And in, let me say this. We bring up stuff on this show. It's most of the time, unless we're doing something for a real serious reason, pretty lighthearted. We come on. We have fun. We talk about our lives. We share a lot from our lives. But pe- there are a certain group of listeners that are so mean to Caitlin. Like, they were just ripping her over this, like saying the most hateful thing. And I'm like, it's a dumb conversation. It's not even a real fight. It's just something that we're talking about. But people just rip her. And that's when I start to feel guilty that I brought her into this world a little bit because she has no interest in the the, the notoriety of it. And, and so, and then she it. just sits and just gets crushed at times. Or she doesn't even want to get on social media sometimes. She's like, I can't get on it today. I'm not ready for it. And if that were me, and some days I feel like that, but I brought that on me. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. If I get on social media, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can take it. Well, that's because I did that to me. If people are yelling at me, it's because I put myself in the situation. Anyway, I'm, that's just a real trivial situation that people were very, very ugly to her. I still don't agree with them. I'm not giving it to her because of that. But still, that's there's no reason. There's that. no reason. Yeah, like there's, no, there's no reason. Uh, so there was that. I feel like I'm losing my voice a little bit as the morning goes. Do you? I don't know. I still hear it from time to time, and then it'll sound normal, but then it'll crack, and I'm like, every time it cracks, I get nervous for you. Yeah, me too. Now, most of us don't see famous people on a regular basis, but the question is, if you saw one of these either awful or canceled celebrities, would you want to get a picture with them? So, these are all celebrities. I made a list. They're either controversial or accused of awful things or just weird. Okay. Would you take a picture with any of these people? Ready? Ready. Lori Laughlin. Yes. Aunt Becky, who's going to jail. Yeah. For like a day. <laughs> so pretty much. But you would go, yes, Lori Laughlin? Uh, yeah. I mean, if that's the question is whether or not I would, yes. Eddie? Uh, sure. Yeah, Aunt Becky, I'd be good on social media. Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. What'd he do? <laughs> well, it's the Amber, that Amber Heard trial. You're hearing a lot of weird stuff. Kind of abusive, I think you heard, right? Is, yeah. Oh, hmm. I guess I would need to know more. So, yeah, I'd do a, I'd do a selfie with him. He doesn't have to be with me, but I'd be like, look who I see. I would go Johnny Depp. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't know that stuff's been proven. Yeah, okay. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Not me. What did he do? Too again? hateful. Oh, and yeah, asymatic. he does have the... Yeah, okay, I guess I'm good on him. Eddie? Nah, I'm good. Pass. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, sorry, I forgot about some of the stuff. Go ahead. OJ Simpson. No. <laughs> Eddie, be honest. Well, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. What? Yes. He, yes. He has that, been. Con- no, I get it, but it'd be an amazing photograph. Like, amazing picture to show people. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Not me. Really? Not, I'm going no on OJ. <gasps> All right, would you take a picture with this celebrity? Next one up, Bill Cosby. <laughs> no. No way. No. Dude. God, no. no way. Ne- no. No. Which is such a bummer. R. Kelly. No. No. Heck no. Mm-mm. Why are you so... Well, that is fresh in my brain because I watched his documentary recently. You show me a Mel Gibson documentary recent and I'll be like, <laughs> heck no. <laughs> like I just... I don't you think fr- you compare the two. Oh, no. Well, no. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, they're what they've done in society is not the same thing, but it's still disgusting. Casey Anthony. No. What did she do? The baby. The well, she was found oh. not guilty. Oh, really? Nah. Nah. I'm good. I think I'm good, too. Yeah. I think I'm passing that one. <laughs> George Zimmerman. Who's that? 
Kill Trayvon Martin? No. Oh, yeah, no. no yeah, one. sorry. Mm-hmm. Jesse Smollett. Who's that? Jesse, sorry. Jesse Smollett. Who's that? Uh, the guy from Empire who said a bunch of people attacked him and oh, didn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. I probably would, and I'd be like, and he, he attacked me. <laughs> That's pictures. why you would take the picture. <laughs> yeah. Would you? No, I don't care. Michael Jackson? No. Yeah. 100%. Eddie. Well, I probably would with Michael Jackson, too, because that's been proven. I don't know if that's if it makes me hypocritical for other ones, but I would. But Michael Jackson, <laughs> it seems Michael like Jackson's songs back. still come on at restaurants sometimes. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to love you. Oh no, I shouldn't do that. It's I'm pretty. It's a I'm not a good pretty young thing. <laughs> I know. And then I have the conversation, and I just go back to the other side. I know. Wait, so that documentary, I never saw it because you told me not to watch it on HBO. That wasn't real. There's just a lot of people going. Okay, they had axes to grind. Okay. Or bones to pick. Or like there, I don't know. I was there something. I don't probably, but is it my job to go probably on anybody? No, no it's yeah, not. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about Chris Brown? No. What do you do, uh, Rihanna? Yeah. Nah, I'll pass. Yeah, I'll pass too. Yeah. Uh, Roseanne. What'd you do? Very racist stuff on Twitter. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm good. I don't need a picture with her. Nah, man, I'm good. Never really liked Roseanne. I did. I loved the show. So you would have, but now, now? Yeah. Man, it, once you hit the race stuff, yeah. I'm out with yeah. you. Like, straight up. Ugh. Uh, Charlie Sheen? What do you do? <laughs> we have to ask so many of these. <laughs> Sorry. There's just a lot of people. Uh, I think he's just a weird like, guy. Yeah, uh-huh. like drugs and Yeah, just women. a weird, weird guy. I mean, I guess I was... I don't see why I wouldn't snap a pic with him. <laughs> Same. I got a couple more. Okay. Kim Jong-un. No. <laughs> no. Biggest like, enemy right no. now. <laughs> a world Whatever. enemy. I think he's in a coma right now. He is. Unless he's out or dead at this point. I, I mean, I You never know what you're getting yeah. from that information from over there. And finally, Billy Bush, who I feel terrible for. Okay, what, what did that? he do? <laughs> he was with Donald Trump when Trump said grab him by the blank, and then Talking about women, how Trump grabbed women the by locker the locker room. Oh, in the bus, and uh-huh. it was recorded. Billy Bush was with them, and Billy Bush got canceled too. I don't think I would know. I'd have to Google what he looks like. <laughs> well, we didn't recognize him. <laughs> how would I get a pic with him? Um, I mean, I don't. I, I don't, feel bad for Billy Bush. I feel Bush. bad for him. Like, I, I guess I would still get a picture with him if I was. Amy's like, I don't even know who. It's, like, I want to get a picture with him if he's good or bad. I don't know who he is. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, is he have blonde hair? Now it's yeah, coming kind back. Kind of brownish. Okay, never yeah, mind. Kind of brownish. Is he also in a band? <laughs> no. What? You're thinking Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> or the band Bush. <laughs> no, I don't want to come back down from this cloud. <laughs> There's somebody that I'm thinking of. All but right, yeah, right. okay, fun game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird also one. Also weird, but. All right, what happened? Because Lunchbox told me last night that Eddie bought a mask from a homeless guy. Yeah, Eddie sees this homeless guy every day on the way to work, standing on the street corner, and he's a Cowboys fan, just like Eddie. And the guy has a Cowboys mask that he wears, so Eddie paid him $10 and got a Cowboys mask. This one he was wearing? No, 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 no. He has a friend that makes oh, those masks. who cares? Yeah, it's not a big deal. He has a friend that makes these masks, and I said, dude, where'd you get them? I said, I'll get you one. My friend makes them. 10 bucks. They're yours. And I'm like, get me one. Here's 10 bucks. And I'll- then when, he, when you got it from him, was he wearing a Cowboys mask, or where is he wearing a different one? I haven't gotten it yet. Oh man! It's still on order. I haven't got. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, it's been a few months since I've got. I, I haven't gotten it. Oh, it's been months. <laughs> it's been months. 
Oh, I thought how he positioned it, which is always well, tricky with his go. stories, that you walked up to a homeless guy on the road and was like, I like your mask, give you $10, and then you put it on. No. And it wouldn't have mattered who it was wearing the mask. <laughs> homeless, me, Ray, I don't take anyone's mask. and no. it's, That's disgusting. Yeah. That's what Eddie made it sound like. He said, I bought a cowboy's mask from the guy standing on the street corner. And I'm like, the guy that wears it every day? Yeah, yeah, that guy. And he made it sound like it was that mask. So I'm just a little worried that. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Uh, around 100 nudists have tested positive for coronavirus at a famous nudist resort in France. The resort required people to wear masks indoors, even if they were butt naked. But apparently that wasn't enough protection, so over 100 people. Uh, do you see the University of Alabama story? Yeah. Where the University of Alabama had reported more than 560 coronavirus cases since classes restarted last week. Mm. Crazy, huh? Uh, Kevin Hart said he had coronavirus around the same time Tom Hanks did way back in the day. But Tom Hanks beat him by a little bit and was way more famous than him. So he's like, I didn't say anything. Oh. Gotcha. Wow. One other news story. Remember last year that billionaire who vowed to pay off all the student debt for everybody in the crowd? Do you remember that? He's giving a college speech. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to pay all the student debt off. Oh, yes. I remember now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now he's facing criminal t- uh, criminal tax probe. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. So, so did he pay them off? I don't no? know. Mm. It says, reportedly, the Justice Department and IRS have been investigating him for the past four years over whether he, a billionaire tech investor, owes taxes on $200 million in assets. Oh He's not been charged with a crime yet, but is seeking leniency. So if this happens, does that is this Scott's tots in real life? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> From the office? Yeah, where Maybe, Michael Scott's yeah. like, I'm paying for all your college in first grade. And then he gets there and he's like, I don't have any money anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Is that the new Scott's Tots? But also, if you're being investigated by the IRS, like, don't put yourself in the news like that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Like, if there's an draw investigation attention. about your money, don't draw attention to you about your money. Yeah. yeah. And what you're going to do with your money. Yeah, that's a weird one, too. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Scott's uh, Tots makes me laugh so hard. And it's most so people can't watch that episode. Oh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Mm, I like it. Me, too. Yeah. All right, finally, here's a four-year-old golfer who hits a hole-in-one in West Virginia. He's up. He's probably 130 away from the hole, 120. Get there. Get there. Get there. Get in the hole. Go in the hole. What? <laughs> what? Rocco. Rocco, you just hit a hole in one. Rocco, you just hit a hole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then the kid's like, no way. And he runs down there. Like, I'll just do bebops down. He goes, oh, wow, it's in the hole. That's amazing. There's a guy who found $150,000 in PPP funds in his bank account. He's like, holy crap. What in the world? Did he return it? Yes or no? Yes. You think so? I think so. Hope so. Thomas Failing woke up one day, $150,000 richer. He's 73 years old. The cash was from the Paycheck Protection Program. He didn't own a business. And he was like, why in the world is this in my account? For two weeks, he just kept looking at his account every day going, surely they're going to see that there's an error here. And they didn't. So you know what he did? He reached out and said, hey, there's too much money here. (laughs) He said, eventually I reached out. I was like, hey, uh, somebody was expecting that money and I got it by accident. So just a heads up. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good story. We got to go. Thank you, guys. See you later. Get your bones on. Bobby Bones.